Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Vic. This is Alex. This is Mike. And today we got a very, very special guest. Somebody that you probably never ever heard of. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's from the famous band Called Ozo Motley. Ozo Motley. Woo! What's your How name, you brother? Like that? What's your name, Vato? Uh, Ulises Bella. Uh, I'm over here in Gardena over right here. now. <laughs> yeah. And uh, enjoying the wonderful company of some gentlemen over some uh, adult beverages. And tacos. And tacos. And yeah. water. Oh, and water. Where and, are those gentlemen? I don't see no gentlemen here. Well, okay. We see a bunch of rough men right here. Yeah, yeah. So, rough men. Uh, here we, yeah, we have Rio in the house from Islos. Islos. And, uh, you know, uh, here we are doing the Armbar podcast. Sure. That's right. Oh, yeah, Rio, Rio's from orra. the eastern side of the East Lowe's. Yeah, because no, he's, <laughs> right, he's, there. he's yeah. right over there, he's man. Right. Well, you know what? We By the tree and blood in, blood out. Hey, bro. Welcome. Los Pinos, Los Pinos. <laughs> welcome. This is a high point for the Armbar podcast. Hell yeah, bro. You know, yeah. Sadly, it is. Sadly, it is. Sadly, Sadly, it is. <laughs> wow, you guys are fucked. <laughs> no disrespect. No disrespect. No disrespect, way. Yeah. But, we, we, you know, we thank you for taking the time and uh, joining us today. Eating our tacos. Yes, yes, yes. I brought some tequila. Thanks for the tequila. Thanks for the bomb ass tequila. We're drinking the good shit, and then I left a bottle for you guys for for later use. (laughs) Hey, that's cool because it seems to be like it's a it's a trend now. First started by our our good friend Nako. Nako. He brought us uh, some rye the first time, Mm -hmm. and then the second time he brought some Canadian whiskey. Uh, What do we say about the Canadian whiskey? And it was in uh, it was was the maple syrup. No, no, no. It was it was uh. To support all those draft dodgers that went to Canada and shit like that. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. And like thank, and thank you, Uli, for bringing some Perrier water because you know I like water. Yes, yes. yes. But, but Uli, yeah, he brought us some... some uh, what is that, from El DF or... No, no. Um, it is. You say yes. No, my brother's from El DF. Oh. But this tequila is from... China? Uh, China. <laughs> yeah. No, he brought... I want to see. I can't say the freaking thing. Close one eye. Close one eye. Bro. Yeah, you need my glasses? You're old. No, it's, no, it's not like that. It's I can't so see this shit either. And I'm... So as we mentioned before, um, you're from the uh, renowned, famous, worldwide, um, also Matlin. Mm-hmm. Um, you Google get, them if you never you heard of them. Like Grammy you. nominated, or Grammy, Grammy award, award winning, winning bro. Oh, oh, no, 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 like I got two Grammys oh, yeah. and one Latin Grammy. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Don't blow out the mic. Yeah, don't blow out the mic, bro. Oh, yeah. so, so cute. So, um, so don't be like Vic. You had to Google him before guest was on. That's all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm older, right? Hey, but it was respect. How old are you? Vic? It was respect. I'm 54. Oh, that's not that much older. Oh, I know. I, I know, but these clowns. So you think it's like... Let's say tell that. So also Motley is celebrating their 20th anniversary. Yes, 23rd. 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 Dispensa, Dispensa. But the but their their album, Dispensa. Dispensa. <laughs> um, but the first album is 20 years. There so we're go. celebrating the 20th anniversary of the first record. Where they were making money. Yes, yes, for sure. <laughs> well, dude, I mean, you got to... No, no, it's serious shit because you got to think this. We were no, no. It's serious shit because you got to think in the no in the music business, especially. We were at the tail end of the like late nineties, where fucking companies were still giving you serious, serious cash. You know what I'm saying? Like releasing, dude. We got like a fucking half a million dollars for the first record. You know what I mean? And 
And, um, and that's just before that was back then when they used to be like here and then that here's was a check go yeah, make an yeah, album yeah go make an album Live that was Tower Records shit. Warehouse Time yes right and yeah. you were st- people were still buying CDs and you know out, you know whatever compact but, discs by the way compact this discs. was way before fucking uh, Napster and all that shit all so, yeah, so that what's Napster all these millions won't know that who that is oh well that's that was how you gave your computer aids remember that was LimeWire LimeWire yeah that's right LimeWire LimeWire it wasn't for putting your pito in the flat no yeah as you all can tell we're all having fun it's just in giggles right now and it's kind of just raw right now but carry on with yourself thanks for interrupting no no so that was the thing you know we were actually I remember like getting a little money and being like, what am I going to buy? Because, you know, at first you're just like, fuck, I'm going to buy a car. I'm going to buy this shit. Man, I remember, like, you know, my, 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 one of my music instructors like, dude, like, save that money, invest in something. What that... was it, like, East LA City College? Or no, what? no, actually PCC. PCC. Yeah, 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 yeah. PCC at what, the time. What does PCC stand for? Pasadena City College. And, and Bobby Bradford was the jazz instructor there. And he nice. was, his whole Shout shit out. was always for musicians, was always like, so you better, if you want to be a musician, motherfucker, you better save your and money, bitch. Yeah. And who's Bradley like, Bradford, by the way? Bobby Bradford was a, a, a cornet player, a trumpet player, who was from Texas, but his claim to fame was he used to play with this really famous saxophone player called Ornette Coleman. And he was kind of like a, he's a somebody in the jazz scene kind of, you know? But um, he was super cool. He was like one of those vatos that was like always like down for the the, the next generation. Oh, sweet. And was always like trying to give advice. Always trying to be cool. But be real at the same time though, you know? He wasn't like trying to fill up like dreams and shit either. Like (laughs) like if you were all like thinking on some other shit, he would fucking break it down. He'll bust your bubble, huh? Yeah, he'll bust that bubble fast. But you guys are the next boys to men. Exactly. <laughs> so he wasn't trying to be cool. He was. Cool. He was cool. So, so um, you know, one of the first, actually, one of the first things I ever bought that that was a, a really nice saxophone. You know, like, nice? you know, I was like, fuck yeah, I got. What you, you name her? I didn't name it. I didn't name the instrument because wow. I kind of I I used to name instruments. She was just an object. No, wow. you know, it gets jacked and then you feel really bad because yeah. you personalize the. So fucker. so in the band, you, there's you, like you, all kinds of spit in it and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So in the band, um, you're talking about saxophone. Um, I know you play multiple um, instruments. Name name the instruments that you play for the band. Yeah, you can think of the top of your head all of them. Right well, now. I started on on piano right. when I was a little kid because um, my, my my dad played uh, violin and my mom was super into music because you know she. Uh, her whole thing was like a lot of uh, music from Mexico, like Trio Los Panchos, uh, Juan Gabriel, you know, all really good music, uh, Vicente Fernandez, stuff like that. Oi. But then a lot of like the, uh, uh, early rock too. So you're talking like the Beatles, the Beatles, Beach Boys, all the, you know, early rock. Like real, like, like Buddy Holly? Yeah, like all that stuff, like fucking oldies basically. Yeah, you know, yeah. she was super in, Basically, like, you know what it is? It's like music that when they came to this country was super popular. Right. So that's what uh, they kind of... Just, like my, just like my mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They, 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 the melodies are like fucking ingrained. Because it was different music. From exactly. You, boleros. Whatever. Mariachi. What year was that about, approximately? When my mom came yeah, here? Yeah. Fucking probably late. I want to say either late 60s, early 70s. Oh, wow. Then my parents met at uh, at the Central so Market Zeppelin, in LA. She wasn't that into Zeppelin <laughs> or Stones, but... Um, she did uh, the bookies, but you know, bookies, you Those know, well, not, not, not hardcore. <laughs> but anyways, I started on piano, and then I and then I went to clarinet, and from clarinet to sax, 
Then I went through like a punk rock phase where I was super into like playing guitar, right. and I wanted just to learn guitar like on my own. Were you ever into like an emo stage, like like the Cure? No. Oh, yeah. oh, gothy. Yeah, yeah there gothy, was definitely yeah. a goth stage. That was like okay. his accordion phase. Yeah, 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 yeah. The accordion <laughs> phase. No, I never wanted to play accordion. That fucker's too heavy. What, 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 got, what got you in, in, into instruments? Oh uh, well, um, you know what, what started putting things in your mouth. Well, you, well no, the thing <laughs> actually, <laughs> honestly, it was you know, honestly, I'll t- you know when I really wanted to start music, every kid wants to learn electric guitar, right. yeah. yeah, fucking electric guitar. And I was telling my parents that my dad, in his wisdom, was like, "Yo, you got to start on piano first because that's kind of like the root instrument that's to cool, really man. get your shit together." And and at first I was like, "Fuck that!" You and know, he was like, a violin player. He was a violin player. So you know, he, he was like piano first. So then I took piano for like years, man, for fucking years. And then it, it was it wasn't until like my like maybe eighth grade or ninth grade where I picked up the guitar, you know. And and uh, but honestly, like sax and clarinet have always been kind of like the main instruments, just because I guess those are the ones that I'm I'm the best at. I guess I guess you know so. I have more fun on. So on, do, you, do you think he was right in suggesting that you learn the piano? Oh, first? for sure. And, uh, uh, Does it have your musical knowledge? Or and not only that, but it, it lays out a, a solid foundation in your knowledge. Does it feel like coordination with your fingers? You can like actually that. see the keys. You can actually figure sh- harmonies, and you see it. And you also play oh yeah, because you play two hands, right? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you gotta. And Uli also plays. I've been to a lot of his shows, and uh, he also plays like this. Uh, this I guess like dying instrument. Like it's, it's like a piano that you strap around your 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 shoulder. But you blow into like this little oh, it's, thing. Oh, a melodica. It's a like melodica. a it's like a fucking you blow into it. It's kind of like a mix between a harmonica and a, an accordion. So you blow into it, but there's a keyboard and and uh, I mostly got the inspiration for that from a Jamaican artist named uh, Augustus Pablo, mm-hmm. and he kind of made it famous in reggae. So I mean, a lot of people don't know. even play that anymore, do they? They sell uh, those people, that, don't they sell like ninety nine cents the little um, <laughs> not that one, but but no, but you know what though. They are for the kids. I see those. They yeah, teach, and in Jamaica, they hand those to kids to learn how to play in music. Yeah, but in so America, it's got a keyboard. But they are they are kind and of it's like, like a borderline toy. Yeah. Yeah. but it's not. I don't think it's the one that you think of the nine nine. I, I see it. I see that. I see that, that, that in the video. Question that um um, I you know I, I follow your Instagram and, and your band also monthly and um, I know recently I just recently I seen a lot of posts that you guys go to schools. What are your thoughts on in in America just getting rid of the you know the, the arts the arts yeah music in schools oh well i mean i came up uh in a public school system right so every school i went to was had free it. yes and it had and it i went to special schools where like like the high school for the arts where it was free but you had to audition to get in so you had to be at least at a certain level to get up in there so um in a lot of ways, I owe a lot to just that free knowledge and that knowledge to get it. You know what I mean? And so, what do you think about now that these schools are just well, don't have them? Well, I mean, it sucks, you know. But at you know, um, it, it it's it's uh, one of our things is to try to encourage that anyway. You know, and you know, just the other day, there's like even in like um, like uh, went to a school in Cudahy, right? Where it's like. Dude, they got a bomb music instructor. Really? And the guy, really? and the guy in is, yes, and the guy Damn. is super fucking dedicated, Holmes. And he's like, and he's like to the point like this, where he's like getting the kids hyped and involved. Where he has a screen, where he has his computer, he puts up karaoke versions. He has a mic. He has the kids singing in front of each other, and it just you know because that's hard, you know, especially right. for a kid like, all right, go sing in front of the class. Go he's right like now. the Robin so, Williams, the music teacher. He's kind of like that for sure, yeah, cool. and 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 the, so yeah. there's always that, you know, and and. And there's always going to be talented kids. At the same time, though, we got to realize too that like 
um, what kid, what kind of music kids are into, and all that shit has changed through there. You know, like for That's example, true. like Guitar Center is like almost bankrupt yeah, because why? Like one nobody's trying to buy guitars anymore. Yeah. No he wants to be a DJ or, or mess with beats on the right. computer. Yeah, it's all computer. Because I remember growing up, um, it was automatic to have the teacher come in and everybody paid a recorder. Remember? Yes, a little recorder. <laughs> yeah, that a little was like recorder. Early music. Yeah, early music and. and it, right. At least kids were introduced back then, and nowadays that's that's unheard yeah. of. Yeah. And then there was the other thing. LAUSD. It's like if you wanted to be in a band, they would lend you straight up, lend yes, you yeah. an instrument, you know. And you could like be coming home with a big ass case and shit. And that, <laughs> I mean, that was my, that was my generation. So. But I'm sure there's uh, there are still schools that 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 do it, and there's still cool schools. But definitely, but I it's mean, time a dozen. It's not you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and but that's one of the first things that usually gets cut from any school programs. And that arts, was really my next question right there, brother. Is that uh, what do you say about schools that 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 do cut off the one. The first thing they cut off is like music. Um, what do you think about well, that? Well, you know, it's sad, basically, you know, because I'm sure they don't want to, you know. Um, but, what are the uh, benefits of like keeping music in? Um, well, the benefits is that uh, look, even if you're not going to be a straight up musician in your life or think about it as a profession, is that it it it's therapeutic, man. You know what I mean? Like like somebody who who just wants to play the guitar and learn songs. You know, I want to learn Led Zeppelin songs, ACDC songs, or whatever. You know, it's, it's hella therapeutic. You know, and and another way too, it it, it keeps your brain busy in a right. certain it way. Connects that, synapses. Yes, in your brain. yes, yes. Synapses. Similar to yep. kind of jujitsu in a certain way too. Exactly. Oh, that reminds me too. You're you are not only a world famous. Somewhat. No, no, no. <laughs> let, let, let me do the introduction. All right, go, go ahead. Not so, only is Uli in a band. Not only is only amazing Uli, but yeah. in the band Ozomali Grammy Award winning. What? And plays every instrument there is. Right. Every, in, every every single one in the world. Yeah. In his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also he's been doing jujitsu for how many years now? It's probably be well, I got my black after sixteen years. Given to me by Mr. Alex Stewart here. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, it's interesting because um, when I first started, I my first instructor was John Burke, mm -hmm. and then he left when Hoist left, and then that was back in the day when they were still in Carson. In Carson. And then um, I ended up taking private lessons with like all of the brothers at one point or another. Sweet. It was like Halleck, Keaton, Hinner, whatever. Wow. And then. When all those vatos basically kind of got too busy for me, you know, like they were just like, you know, and Halleck had left. Bottom of the and girl. I remember I was just like, I was in the lobby like, dude, who am I going to? I was like, dude, who am I going to roll with? You know, who am I? Who's going to be my instructor? And I was in the couch, man. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, hey, man, I'd love to train with you because at no. the Well, you were still a brown belt. I was a brown belt. Yeah, you were still a brown belt. Yeah, no, you were a brown belt, dude. You were a brown belt at the time. Dude, uh, I've been in jujitsu longer than Alex, right. and he he lapped me a bunch of times. So, oh, it's not so um, it's not even that hard. But anyways, <laughs> that's so, what that's what Rissa so, says. so so um, <laughs> um, I don't remember exactly the conversation, but I was just basically like, "Yo, man, I, I heard you're super cool." <laughs> And whatever you're the and, last instructor you know, left, so I'm. Well, no, there was other dudes that I could have asked, but, <laughs> but, but for whatever reason, I felt like like I got a connection with like, this. Is the dude like you know yeah. what I mean? Let me yeah. add these. Uh, let me add this memory for you. Please do. You know, because I remember you were walking out of your private with uh, with Halleck and, and Rosalie, who used to be who used to be in the Manachi uh, Divas, by the way. Yeah. Um, you were talking to her, and I was in the couch waiting for my next lesson. All right. And I heard you talking. I was, hey, what's up? But we would say, what's up? I think it was like the the fourth or fifth time that we said, what's up to. And then you were saying like, yeah, Halleck is like always. You were talking with um, with Rosalie, and then you were having a conversation about your instructor. I almost, even though I said the name, I'm not gonna say it again. Right, right, right. 
And I was like, hey, man, well, whenever you're ready, man, like, yeah, I'm here all the time. And you're like, no, like, Neta? You're like, yeah, Neta? I was like, yeah, man. And then we went from there. Right. You know, so so how long have you guys, how long ago was this? Uh, we were a blue belt, right? We were a blue belt? Or? No, I probably was already a purple belt. That conversation, we were a blue belt, but then you got your purple belt. And then since purple belt, Uli wow. and I have yeah. been connected. Yeah. So you developed through Alex a lot. Yes. Really? And, and the thing was, is that it was really funny because when, uh, um, when I got promoted to, to, to black, you know, it was like a big old secret. Like it was like one of those things, you know, like, which I actually enjoy because you never know. And, right, and right. uh, um, Alex was always good about like, like, you know, f- f- b- busting it out in crazy times. Like, Oh, here's a stripe. <laughs> oh, dang. Well, okay. You know? And then I remember it was like, Hey, uh, you should go to the promotion on Saturday. You no, know? I called your wife, man. Yeah. yeah you called wife and real. And real. Yeah. Real, yeah, real. Right. Oh, really? Yeah, you were real too. Yeah. Yeah. I, that time, I didn't know. I just thought I was supposed to show up, you know, just to like support. Support. Like, and, and also, that, that's what I was talking about. Hey, you're going to show up. Like, I don't know, man. I was like, you know what, man? Jesus is about a community. It's about brotherhood. It's about family. And since you heard us, you say, but dude, you should show up, man. You used to be cool to, to, to like be there for other people as well. Yeah. And then I showed up and, it, and, uh, um, it was it was crazy because you know it was really emotional and I was thanking everybody and then I thanked Alex and it, and it was funny because he don't uh, interrupt it and Alex was like hey, hey just let him finish talking let him finish talking <laughs> it was funny you know because the speech was kind of like I mean I mean Uli's very respectful um, and he thanked you know from from Elio to 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 Carlos to Horian to Hedon Henner even Halleck and then he spoke a little bit about me and then yeah. boom and I was like dude. Oh, but no, the funny shit, the funny <laughs> shit was that at the end where he was like all like taking credit, like, yeah, man, I hooked you guys up together. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you got crazy memory because that didn't happen. But uh, <laughs> no, 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 but much love to, you know, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, you you've been around the Gracie family for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and much respect to the family for always being able to share that knowledge and, <laughs> and, uh, and, having a home for me for and then and then that spread to like um the little club that i have at home you know the ghetto dojo the ghetto dojo Dojo because it all started really from one of rio's good friends come over come over here real real quick introduce yourself who is he it is rio fujita he's one of the members of ghetto dojo and also um um uh uh uh, comes from a really amazing artist family really yeah Yeah, and um so uh justin Speak yeah. on Justin. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace. Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. 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 Well, my homie passed away in in, in 2010, and um, in his memory, because he used to do judo and he was a right. brown belt in judo, and we used to just mess around yeah. Muay Thai, boxing, and uh, wrestling and whatnot. And he, um, he passed away in a tragic car accident in 2010, and since then. Um, we had all this equipment, and we took it to my buddy Uli here, yeah. and we started calling it Ghetto Dojo, right? And um, inviting um, artist friends and um, musicians and whatnot to just come over, and um, it was cool. And like at first, it was going to be like a Gracie Garagey thing, but then we realized is that. It's all these ghettos, well, ghetto. all these people were coming from different schools. Like there was different a guy backgrounds. from there was a guy from uh, Gracie Baja Northridge. Okay. There was a guy from Covina. There was a guy from Checkmat. So everybody was already from different schools. So it was just like more like, hey, let's hang out. We have our mats. Martial arts melting pot. And and Ooh, also, but that was the other yeah, thing. It'd be super informal about it in a certain way to have fun. Sweet. And, and in a weird way, nice. it elevated my jujitsu because. 
it 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 brought a lot of fun back into it because I don't know there was moments for me in jujitsu yeah. where I was just like, dude, it would bring just, anxiety, you just, yeah, bro. Yeah, you just hit a, 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 a anxiety, dude. A, a, like, a like, stalemate, right? Oh Plateau. man, I'm about to go to the academy and get smashed. You know, like <laughs> we, we we talked about that earlier in the earlier shows about you know the the the, the 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 black belt blues, blue belt blues that you just get stuck in a rut, in a plateau, like, yeah, yeah, right. you just plateau, you don't know where else to go. But speaking of the ghetto um, dojo. What do you do when you're on the road? How how do you practice? What do you do? Well, it's usually pretty rough on the road, and but I I'm I'm less on the road now than than before because you got to think like when when we were first starting, bro. I was on the road like eight months out of the year, right. bro, hitting the road hard. And and sure enough, when I was started jujitsu, it was really rough. It was like you know uh, um, hard to train. Every once in a while, I'll bring a gi like with me and train wherever I can. Um, but any, any interesting spots that you what did you do? Yeah, did you go to like Gracie Academies around the country? No, not like necessarily. Like I remember one time I went to uh, uh, there's this one jujitsu spot in Oakland. And I trained at one time in Sacramento with this guy Manny Gonzalez. He was a um, um, a health Gracie guy. Mm. And man, it was tough. They're warm, and it was like fucking over a hundred degrees inside the goddamn academy. And they, <laughs> they got, they, they, and they got those Kurt Osiander warm ups, and yeah. it just it was fucking me up. Oh, Kurt, what do you mean the the Osiander uh, warm ups? Kurt, Kurt Osiander, you know, like the half Gracie. They had pretty just like intense warm ups, and well, it's funny because a lot of the viewers don't even train anymore too. You know, so like, what do you describe? Is there warm-ups? Oh, it was just really long and intense, and it was really hot in the room, and it stunk like fucking pies in there. <laughs> so it was like, like pata, pata, no, no, pata, dude. Homie man. was no, See, the instructor like, was walking around with yeah. a Febreze, bro. And by the way, and by the way, and by the way. <laughs> By the That's way, how bad it was. By the way, PS means feet, by the feet. way. Feet, yeah. yes. In and, 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 no, and the funniest shit was like, I get back <laughs> from training, and my... And my and my roommate, who I'm like in the in a hotel, I put the gi like on top of the you know the door, yeah. and this fool's like, "Yo, it smells like a rat died in the wall, dude." <laughs> <laughs> Drowned rat, nonetheless. But you know something died in the wall, but um, no, um, no, it, it's it's kind of hard to train on the road, but you know, but, but you that's a cool. It. The good thing is that now I have like I I, I try every once a, once a week to hook up with Alex. Mm-hmm. And let him just rock me, and then I'll go and hang out with the Ghetto Dojo guys and sweet and just train there yeah. too. Yeah, fucking so Oza Motley and by and um, Power Flow, the two right. the two baddest fucking bands on the on the road, right? Right, and rocking, they train and they train that fucking Gracie, rocking the Gracie style. Um, what, what are with Alex too, by the way? <laughs> Not what? to do my own horn, but uh, but you are, yeah, I know. <laughs> What what brought you into that was a skin flu. Like what what, oh. what caught your attention? Okay, so I mean, I was already in the band. Uh, we were second record in, and um, I just wanted to learn something new. And honestly, at first, I was just like, I mean, I've always kind of been into martial arts a little bit because I remember like, as a little kid training kung fu, doing stuff, always being kind yeah. of like into it. So you, you had know? background a little bit, but nothing crazy. Yeah. And then at a certain point, you know, I was all about music, Rex Kwan, and Do, girls, man. you know, and just like <laughs> whatever's, you know, the party. And and uh, at a certain point, like I, I was like, dude, I want to learn something new. I want to learn something new. And Raka from Dilated Peoples right. was like, yo, man, you should try Gracie Jiu Jitsu. And of course, at that point, you know. 
know, it was already famous what had yeah. happened at UFC Hoist. one hoist. Yeah. And at first I was like, dude, dang, dude, that's so intense. Like, I don't know, like if I can hang with that. No, you gotta try it, fool. You gotta try. And 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 I remember like 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 debating with myself, like, and I was like, you know what? It's kind of like a fucking like if Jimi Hendrix came up to you and was like, hey, I want to teach you a guitar lesson. Yeah. Even though you didn't play guitar. You would be like, are you gonna say no? Exactly, exactly, exactly. So I was just like, you know what? I I should go for this first lesson yeah. and try it out. And you know, like the first lesson style, you showing up in sweats, oh, wow. and you're just like in <laughs> socks on the mat. You don't Red know what's like, everything, right? You know, and you're like, all right. And uh, and I took that first lesson with John Burke, and John I Burke. took that first lesson. And, and John Burke is a non-Gracie, by the way. Obviously, Burke, but he's a, he's a big, big white guy, well, well-renowned Jiu-Jitsu practitioner. Yeah, you know? he's in in Orlando, Florida. Is he Orlando now? Yeah, Is I think he in so. Colorado? No, I don't think he's in Colorado. Okay. I think he's still in Florida. Remember, his whole thing was that he was giving Shaq lessons. Okay, okay, okay. Shaquille O'Neal. Anyway. Shaq Fu. And, yeah, uh, yeah, you can't say Shaq. Everybody knows Shaquille O'Neal. Right, right, right. So, you can't say O'Neal. But uh, at the time, I even remember going to group classes and Hoy still teaching the group classes. Sweet. And it was oh, man, nuts. can you imagine yeah, being there? I yeah, it was that, nuts, dude. Was, and I was just how like, sweet that would be. this is a trip. Yeah. So then... Um, that's Uri how I, has seen every guy from every book. every Gracie, no. every Gracie from John Burr, from I, I bet even Kaiki from Hoyes. Uh, I think I, t- I was tailing the Kaiki. I might, I might have missed just missed him. So he was still alive too, right? Yes, no, and I went to a couple Helio yeah. seminars. Yeah. And then there was this really crazy picture where it's like. Like I'm looking at the picture and I'm like, oh shit, Alex is in here, you know? You yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. He gave me like, Elio gave me my blue belt. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'll never forget, I had a crazy girlfriend at the time, and Elio was like, hey man, your girlfriend's pretty, Holmes. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, the grandfather. But Elio approves it. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Crazy approved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grandfather gets down. So no, it was it was it was cool, and then. You know, you go through your ups and downs with it, and you fig- you know, and of course you go through that, uh, that I think um, plateau, that funk. Well, not only the plateau, but also that that time where you get all crazy obsessed with it, where oh, it's all yeah, about yeah. it, where it's like everything is like watching the videos. Re- at the time, it was like Grappling Magazine, like all these magazines. It's it's like, it takes over your life. Yes, and, and you and, just and, like, and there was like that DVD, like the submissions one hundred and one. And of course, uh, I'm watching the Gracies in action. Yeah, v- yeah. VHS one, two, yeah. Yeah. over and over again, like tripping out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you've been doing it for a while, and me as an older guy, right? Right? How, how's your body held up doing this for this long time and stuff like that? Um, it's a little jacked, but not as jacked I think as other people. Jack, when you say jacked, you mean like like buff and like ripped? Or like no, jacked, like like like, like, like I <laughs> like like I broke a rib. Um, and uh, you didn't break it. You, how's your you, knees? You my right? knees are all right. All Thank, your joints are good. Thankfully, no, no, not all my joints. No. I mean, not the one in his pocket. Well, the one thing that I definitely <laughs> well, it is four twenty. So some of those joints are, yeah, yeah, are yeah. inflamed. Yeah, this is. Oh, by the way, this is a special <laughs> arm. Oh, is there a that was a good one. Yeah, some of those joints are inflamed on yeah, 420. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a special armbar podcast of 420 edition. <laughs> yeah. But I'm really paranoid about my hands because yeah. you know obviously. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. oh tell them the story. The first lesson we took, you remember that? Like uh, we were rolling the first lesson, and I was rolling, and I wrist locked him, and I stopped oh, right. him. He was like, hey, hey. Like, hey. he was like, hey, about to, hey, hey, take care of my hands, bro. I'm like, why? What's up? Are you okay, man? He's like, I make my living with my hands. I'm like. 
And I didn't even know he was from Ozomali back then. You just thought he did yeah, that job? Like, yeah, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so. You're going to kill my business at the yeah, Greyhound right. station. <laughs> no, but no, I, I've always been paranoid about my hands. So wrist locks, I've always been like, ah, oh, yeah, easy on those or any other whatever. But thankfully, my hands have been all right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have a, well, a we'll tweak, have to to tweak back. Later. I have a tweak back, you know, just not necessarily from jiu-jitsu. It's more, yeah. I think, oh, from age. touring on the road oh, and age. Yeah. Like sitting in 15P vans, I got oh. sciatica. You know, so um, the pigeon stretch. Yeah, so like so jokes. I any, no, it isn't. Any um, like discipline you learned from either being a musician or vice versa that has helped you with your career, as far as jujitsu is yes. concerned. Yes, yeah. Well, you can say way. no. You can oh, say no. I, I would say this. I would say this. <laughs> or vice versa. Um, in many ways, jujitsu uh, is kind of like music in the sense of that. First, you have to learn uh, your fundamentals and your basics, and you try to get super strong on that. And then at a certain point. The, 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 the techniques become either there's certain ones that resonate with you mm-hmm. there's like certain rhythmic, ones like right yeah. and then you kind of start developing your own style creativity and, and in a weird way nice. It, it, nice. Um, isn't that what every musician wants it's right. like yeah. when I play saxophone I want motherfuckers to be like oh that sounds like Uli just the same way like yeah. when you hear Santana he doesn't have to play that many notes nope. you're you like that's Santana. fucking Carlos yeah. Yeah. or that's fucking or Jimmy Power or, or any of those yeah. guys like or, Steve or, or, yeah. like doing it's doing the same thing as everybody else but you're doing it your own own way yes yeah, so in a wild ways like i i understood jiu-jitsu as a, it's, it's your own personal path you know obviously i ain't trying to fucking compete in abu dhabi right, i right. wasn't trying to be jiu-jitsu champion of the world i knew i'm not gonna be the best or i don't trip out on all these like other things so i for me it was always like i'm gonna have fun and i'm gonna try to get as good as i can with this and that's know? a lesson for everybody because um I, you meet a lot of people that first go into jiu-jitsu and they're just fall balls to the walls man and um just remember it's 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 meant to be fun not yes. unless not well, unless not unless you want to compete well but, yeah if you want to get compete and get serious hey more power for, to yeah. you and you want to be fucking you know, a professional but, uh, fighter so, but, but it's also self-defense have you ever had to use it in um, a self-defense type um of- you, not well a couple times like People started tripping out, and I put them in a choke. Nice. But, 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 <laughs> wait, wait, how, how did the choke happen? Know, were, those <laughs> no, like, they're, were like fans or groupies or no, something like that? No, actually, it was one of the own dudes, and like this one guy that used to work for the band. Oh, he, shit. He, he was tripping out at the airport and was going bananas. Oh, so you tried to calm him down by... No, and he just was like, come on, man, do the jujitsu on me, man, come on. And, I was, and it was just like, it was so fast. <laughs> but the one thing that, but but I think the coolest thing about jujitsu is exactly that. It's like once you learn those skills and once you get that kind of confidence a little bit, where you're like, all right, you know, I don't have to worry about like that that kind of physical intimidation right. for people. It's like a fifth grader trying to be up a first grader. Exactly. Like well, to, didn't Elio say it something like where it's like. When you know jujitsu, it's like when you get encounter certain knuckleheads. It's almost like a little kid is starting to fight with you. I don't know if you said that or not. I don't. I don't know, but I heard something like that. It's like it's it's like a child, like you know. And and of course, you know, not to say that all of a sudden you get magic ninja skills because if some guy just clocks (laughs) you, that's it. I don't know. That's it. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stab you in the neck, you know. And one of the cool things about Uli, about (laughs) what the. One of the many things about Uli that's, that's amazing is like when uh, him and I started, I mean, rolling from from day one. Um, he was one of the first reasons why the whole keep it playful method came around. Like, the, really? Oh yeah, I, I don't believe it. Oh, I, well, guess what? He ta-da. 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 Yeah. So I know, like when he was like, "Hey, Alex, how did you get so good?" Blah blah blah. I was like, you know, I, I just play with it. 
You know, but then when you showed up and I started teaching you, I was like, dude, we just keep it playful. Like, Uli was one of the first ones that actually keep it playful. Like, what do we always, like, every time we meet up, like, we we always quote what movie every single time? Oh, Blood In, Blood Out. Blood In, Blood Out. American Me. We're laughing all the time. There's a class going on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even wear your geese and shit? We don't even wear geese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every P, what you said to it. They go in in boxers thinking they're like in the sand, bro. They oil up and go. No, man, we just have fun, man. We just joke around. Huge. And to the level that he's at, like, I can't teach him any more techniques. It's just about, like, sharpening his sword, you know? Right. That's yeah. number one. And number two, besides him being him, number two is, like, he was he was the one of very, very few, not to toot my own horn, but two, 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 you know, that, that would submit me. And it was uh, the, the Ezekiel. Remember the Ezekiel? Like, man, oh, yeah, he would Ezekiel. catch me all the time with that. So now it's like, dude, like, <clears throat> good luck catching me because Uli catching me all the time. Uli would catch me, more, submit me more times than no disrespect. More than like Heat on Henner. By you surprising me. That was his move, right? That was his move. But then after that, that's it. Like one, two, fifty times, that's it. He's like, fuck that. No, but you know what? It goes back to what Yuli said that Jiu Jitsu, you create your own style. Right. Right. And once you go past the basics, you start developing your own style. You try. And that's a great thing about Jiu Jitsu, too, that it's. And with anything in life, too. With anything in life, too, you create your own style. Whether music, just like you said, you know, you want somebody, you know, to hear that saxophone be like, fuck, that's Ulysses Bay, man. And like in, in jiu-jitsu, man, like as, 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 a, as a black belt, I guess, I've been trained for, it's going to be 13 years next month since I, since I walked in through the doors. Jiu-jitsu, when you first learn it, is like learning the ABCs, right? When you learn the ABCs, you learn how to say it. You learn how to pronounce every you letter. Know, you learn how to say a word, a sentence, a paragraph, mm-hmm. a story. After a story, man, when you learn every single word, how to pronounce it, how to tell something, you start writing poetry. And poetry is not for everybody. No. It might make sense for you, and it might not have sense for, for you, but it's your own. Right. You know what I mean? So that's what jiu-jitsu to me is. I mean, I'm very passionate about it. I mean, I, I, I bled for it. I, I sweat for it. I've sacrificed many things, including... including. You lost your ears for it? I lost my ears for it, my, my yeah. beauty, my marriage, and everything, you know? <laughs> I'm very passionate about it. And jiu-jitsu is a, is a, is a resemblance and, a symbol, and, and it's very symbolic to, to life. And it took me to black belt. I mean, Uli's known me since, uh, I guess, brown belt. And yeah. he's known me through my highs and my my lows and my dark and my like man. Hey, I give you a skina, Holmes. You know, you got you my skina. Esquina? That's a skina. You te doy a skina. Hey, bro. And besides, <laughs> translate, translate for our <laughs> Anglo audience. No translate, bro. If you don't get it, fuck you. Sorry. But here's one thing that I, I, I'm not done. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, praising you right bro. now. Oh shit! All right, go. I'm, I'm not done, man. Yeah, like, he's not done. I'm not done. All right, everybody, shut up. Go. Okay. So besides Uli, starting from like from like the, the, the front desk to the first lesson from, from telling me he his wrist, I thought it was a prima donna, I don't care, but we went to moto, <laughs> you know. And then from 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 becoming friends to like a, a brother man. I don't call everybody a brother, I can say bro or brother or brother. He's a brother man. He's he, and he's one of the guys I really keep it playful and keeps it very real. Like he's one of the ones that told me like Alex, like snap out of it. A lot of things, you know. So he's helped me through a lot of things and when he got his black belt, man, it was more memorable and more mm-hmm. joyful than when I got my black belt. Hey. Yeah, man. pastel. You know what? Um, yeah. People, people always um, talk about Alex, and um, um, next month, sometimes it, positively too. Next, next month <laughs> is going to be that our, our two-year um, um, bro anniversary. Bro anniversary, yep. and um. 
everybody that I, I come across that meet that knows Alex always mentions how passionate he is about jujitsu, but people don't know the passion that he has for teaching people. Right. And I think that's something that's like it it, it goes above uh, above and beyond that anybody else I've met that that teaches any type of art because Alex is passionate about teaching people and um I seen you guys train and I and the way he talks about you it's. It's 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 fucking like damn, it's bro. It's a love story. It's a love story. No, I mean, and that's <laughs> and, a cool and, thing. And people like, don't get that. Like we have a, and yeah. that's a cool thing. Like just how he mentioned, it's like when we roll, it's not just like we're talking about our lives, yeah. or what's going on with you, a what's the drama, a how how good things, you bad care about things. each other. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's, it's a relationship. Like, man. And yeah, that's the other thing. And it's I think at this point, he has at this that, point, it's like. Hey, hey, Uli, man, you know, some stuff with my daughter. Hey, it's all good, man. I'll see you later, bro. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. You know, at this point, you know, it's like, I, I, I know there's obviously like, yeah, I'm paying the academy. Right, da, 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 right. You know, he hooks me up, whatever. But at the same time, it's beyond that, you know, like, you know, even with the at this point, if the academy burnt down, I mean, of course, not what I want that. No. But I'm saying as, a, as you know, if, if it disappears, academy, yeah. if it disappeared, it's like I'm going to still have a, a, a somebody to Alex to a brother, you. you know, yeah. and and um, no, it's it's it, and the funny thing is that we have a pretty unique report. I mean, I'm sure like, you know, there's certain people like when you teach certain people, you can't. Just joke about some of the shit we joke yeah. about because we joke about some pretty raw shit in the yeah, class. Yeah, tell me about it. From no, G to like, no, just everything, you know. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah. no, but just it's funny. And what, then, what happens on the keep, arm bar yeah. stays in the no, arm bar. No, no, and, it, and it's but it's it's um, you know, and uh, and that's the thing, you know. It's like, I mean, Alex is one of the top instructors there, you know, and and, and they and they trust him with that with that name and that yeah, brand. Yeah, yeah, and that's the reason. I mean, even Vic when. He was telling me he started going to the academy. Kept on talking about Alex, hey, my bro, my bro, my bro, and that's when we met. He brought right. him. He brought him over to what was a memorial. memorial and you have that whole the whole vet yeah. connection. Not yeah, and just oh, and yeah. that that's another that's another thing. That's, that's a deeper level. That's a right. deeper level. Right. And that's what brought place. and that's what brought us uh, us to um, Alex, um, Vic, and myself together was that bond too. Mm-hmm. But um, just getting to know him on the mat, in outside the mat, and inside the mat, right. or on the mat, correction. It, it is a different level. I mean, yeah, Alex, Alex sitting next to me. At, we touch each other in different places. Yeah. <laughs> in all the places. In all the right places. Yeah. So you get to know each other. In right? wrong places. And yeah. what, I mean, I, I just got my fourth stripe and Alex gave it to me. And, Congratulations. And, oh, yeah. and I, didn't, I didn't want anybody but, at, well, shit, yeah. even since the first one. Yeah. I, I gave like, all of them to you. Yeah, I was like, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it until you're there. And he was, I would always make sure he was there. And um. <clears throat> He brings it to another level. He doesn't pussy. I never got a straight from Alex. He doesn't pussyfoot around it, bro. That's <laughs> the thing, though. You could be his carnal. You could be his friend. And on the mat, he doesn't pussyfoot around no. it. You could joke around, but he takes it serious. And that's no, what no, makes no. that's what makes Alex. And it's funny because sometimes the roles will get intense. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Sometimes it'll be like, this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, bring it. <laughs> and, when, and when he really does get to me, like, he, he does catch me, you know? It's I rare. Like, I was like, you know rare. what? I gotta let know who daddy is, you know. I mean, yes, 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 I have to let you know. You go, yes. You know, the 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 who's your master? Yeah, who's yeah, your master? Yeah, yeah. And I want, Kiss and my chuck. Kiss my comment. Here's my comment. Show no. Show no. And that's what I want everybody to know. It, it does just because Alex is our friend. Doesn't mean he gives you anything for free. And no. the pros and cons about being well, he gets some of your stuff for free. Uh, yeah, that's you know, late night. And that's the pro. That's the pro, right? <laughs> yeah. Give you stuff for free. I hook you up. Yeah. I give you my all. But the con about it is that no. you know what? I'm going to hold you. Yeah. No, you hold us accountable. Yeah. Back. Yep. Yeah. 
Because you represent me, mother truckers, you know what I'm saying? Right, oh, I got right. you. So yeah. I'm going to hold you back. And that's the thing that makes Alex special, and I, and I think it's his military background, because he's all, fuck you, I'm going to let you out on the world, but you're going to represent me. Yep. And it's just like the drill instructors, remember in boot camp? Exactly. Yep. Don't go out of here. Don't go into the fleet. If you fuck up, don't ever say who your drill <laughs> Don't ever say who your drill instructor was if you fuck up, yeah, because right. you're not representing us. With every right. promotion you get, you yeah. better fucking mention yeah, right, 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 right. 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 All the good shit. All the oh, good shit. Man. <laughs> no, but my Uli, man, again, he's a brother. He's a sister. You know what I mean? And we, freaking, we, yeah. Uh, he's, he's been here through the highs, the lows, the all arounds. And, and man, I just want to say, like, I love you, man. And you've been a brother and, and everything. Play it, play it. This guy's so down that. I said, man, make a theme music for me. Remember that? He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he took the time out of the way to make a theme music for me. Like, I'm going to make a theme music. I'm going to make some shit for Armbar. Right? Yeah! 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 <laughs> cheers. Cheers to that, brother. Yeah, hell well, yeah. Well, first, yeah. And, but first of all, they don't they don't know. like. First of all, my bank account is. Uh, <laughs> the thing is that. But but Uli and I, he, he would call me. That means mas tacos. Mas tacos. <laughs> well, what's the nickname you, give, you gave me? El pulpo. El pulpo. Because you're grabbing his nalgas. Yeah. <laughs> and his chichis at the same time. So, uh, it feels so, like there's eight appendages in here. <laughs> so the music he made, I won't say the two, but he was like, I mean, he me his own. Pulpo. Yeah, Let's go back to your musical background, brother. What are you doing now for for also Motley? Right now, right now we're always on the road. We just played the Grand Prix, Long Beach Grand Prix. That's right, right? Which was kind of cool. The day that we played, I don't know if you're into cars and shit. I'm not that into it, but I drive one. Yeah, I do too. But they had like all the old like seventies muscle cars racing. Really? And they had all the exotics racing. So that was super fun. And then um, um, we were just in a school at Flores uh, Griffith Joiner yeah. uh, um, Elementary School in Watts. Watts played for the kids over there. And you know we're always on the road. And we're always working. So that shit's constantly going you, and it's a blessing because dude fucking bands usually is like what maybe five years yeah. three years ten yeah. years tops if 20, you're lucky you know man. if you're if lucky, lucky years, years, let, let, years, let me so. mention something you guys you guys are you guys are up there man and without radio play right. yeah. Minimum, yeah. Minimum, yeah. minimum radio play it's like yeah. a club you only word, word of mouth yes yeah, and, right, and right. anybody I could go anywhere and mention also Motley and there's somebody that knows you guys if right. you're out there and you're listening to this podcast Give him a listen. Ozo Motley. You Do yourself a favor in your life. Well, it, here's it, the thing is that I think part of it, it really comes down to <laughs> the, the quality of our live show. Yes. Like we always would fucking bring it. And you guys go into the crowd, yeah, bro. You guys are shit. on and there. The thing is, is that like uh, we, we've, we've gotten radio love here and there, yeah, but, but it was never like, like, you know, despacito. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> hear it a thousand times a day. And the cool thing about Uli and, and Ozo Mali, like, there's bands that they sound cool in the radio and the music and DVDs, whatever, I um, mean, CDs, I'm sorry. And there's the ones that they sound cool, but they, in live, they sound better. And Ozo Mali is the ones that, man, you they, have to see oh, them live. Is better, I, man. I, oh, my God, dude. Hey, you know what? And I was talking to Uli earlier, and I was like, hey, I really never listened to your music, right? Uh, I, I knew you were coming on the podcast, so I was not familiar. So I tried to immerse myself. I was watching uh, YouTube videos and Which stuff like that. Which song did you hear? Um, After Party. The Paleta song. Oh, right, Paleta. Uh, you know, La Gaina. Yeah, some, all kinds of stuff um, from your... Chango. Uh, your South by Southwest, or uh, it was out in Austin, I think. Okay. You were, you you were on South a radio South show. Cool. It was a radio show a couple years ago, like okay. two years ago. okay. And so it was pretty cool. And it's a party band atmosphere, right? Oh, dude. Big it, time. It, 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 and it's like if you're fucking at some quinceanera 
and there's a band there, and you're just you're just having a great time with familia. You guys mm-hmm. were That's what it was. You, you guys were appointed ambassador at one point, right? Yeah, we we were like cultural ambassadors. There you uh, go. And because uh, you know, like um, there was a point where State Department was like hiring like uh, artists, especially after, you know during the Cold War, like Louis Armstrong, Benny Goodman, and sending jazz musicians nice, around the world. Nice. So nice, then man. they sent. That was before my time. Yeah. So way then, before my time. So then we got this gig where it was like. They were like, hey, you want to go play in places where, like, bands never go, you know? And they, wow. Fucking, we played, like, India, Nepal, yeah. Madagascar, wow. Indonesia, nice. Myanmar, Mongolia. Well, was it a positive experience for you guys? 100%, for the yeah. most part. So this this just shows awesome. you how, like, they might be, like, Grammy Award winning, high level up there, you know? They, they're, they're never too high up there to go down to, to everybody. Now, I want to say oh, low yeah. people because there's, there's no low, there's no levels, you know? No, no, I hear but what you're you saying. you go to no. anybody, if you, if you want to hear them, they'll go to you. Or Put it to you like this. Down. One day I'm playing in Watts for, you know, like the school that most people would be like, damn, that's hardcore hood, you know? Yeah. And then the next day after that, I was playing like this crazy private party for this ex- super exclusive club in Malibu. Wow. Yeah. Motherfuckers are paying $1,000 a month How was being there. Said? You know, right? You know, so you know, I'm just saying it's like, you know, I mean, and the point of like not caring like, your status or anything like that. Like, yeah, I mean, Uli uh, and I've uh, he's he's talked told me like, hey, do you want to do a seminar? What was the first one we did? What, oh, right. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing, you know, because you know, Ghetto Dojo. Right. We ended up hooking up with this other. Um, it was a community based, donation based program called Warriors Jiu Jitsu in yep. El Sereno, Boyle Heights. Wow. And w- between us and them. We were like, hey, like, let's set up some women's seminars Sweet. In, in, in the barrio. In the hood, yeah. In the yeah. hood, you yeah. know. Yeah. They, we, we, did a, we did a lesson and they asked me, like, hey, would you ever want to do a go, go in the community? And I was like, dude, I was all about that, you know. Because, so yeah, because the, Grac- the Gracie Academy obviously had done them and they always right. do them there. Yeah, but my whole idea was, like, let's take hood, it yeah. over there yeah, where they get it the most. Yeah. We've never, like, like Gulli said right now, like, we brought them to us. We never really went brought there. us there, yeah. So when he told me, like, dude, I'm all about it. And the oh. first time we did it, like, how many people were there? Over, oh, I don't know, what would you say, Rio? Like, over 100. Over, over 100, over, yeah. yeah it, was, it was a and lot it was of great. It was a very intense, too, mm-hmm. because, number one, we had, like, these questionnaires for all the women that that, that participated. Uh-huh. And it, it, like, it really, really shined a light that uh, um, it was desperately needed wow. that knowledge yeah. they all been attacked in other words a lot of them Thanks. not wow. even okay. all been attacked but like when we were there like, there was this uh, this uh, two, it was two ladies but one of them that I w- there was this technique we call we tell them how to you try to use your words like stop stop right there don't come closer stuff like Be that assertive, yeah. and one person wanted to leave so their partner told me about it because I saw like if there's anybody that, that maybe any triggers or anything let me know right away so that her partner came up to me and said hey my partner you know, she's not really down for it. So I went up to her and I was she like, hey. She PTSD, huh? No, not even PTSD, man. She got, she was a victim just a few days ago. Oh, wow. Just yeah. a few days ago. So I was like, you know what? I know how it feels because I've been a survivor from being victimized like that. I was like, I know how it feels. Like, you know what? Just right now, me and you right now. Just to say, yeah, the, the word was stop. Me right now. So she didn't want to yell. So I was going to yell. I, I was the first one to yell, stop. I was like, me and you together. Stop. Who cares if you look like a fool? It's just me right now. She says, she was like, stop. Stop. Until she, I was like, you know, you're just being you right now. Top of her lungs. She's all, stop. She yelled it. Dude, I started crying, man. The chills in my arms are going right now. It was just it, so impactful for especially people, the, the community over there. You know? And that was the one that was just a few days ago. There was another lady 
that was a week ago, another day it was a month ago, another day it was two months ago. So the whole neighborhood just so victimized. So the whole neighborhood been victimized, yeah, yeah. you know? So and that's somebody, that's was, somewhere that needed that, it. That it was needed packed, desperately, dude. man. Yeah. Oh my God, man. And at that time, I want to say there was a like a creeper, like... Like attacking women in East LA. At yeah, the there time. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like Richard, Shit, like is, Richard Ramirez. Is, no, uh, not as bad. No, as, not, not, oh, not as bad, bad as Ricky. But yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. It was like, somebody was running around. Was like, yeah. And then, uh, and then <laughs> a, few, uh, a year or two later, he asked, "Is doing it?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm all for it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we went. What was it? What was the city we went to? Oh, the second one was hardcore. No, this was like hardcore. The second one. Damn. Oh, will tell you what city it was, but it was so hardcore that in front of the stadium. In there were some bangers out there, yeah, some slangers and some people just, just posing there, straight up, like, like, and, and every woman that wasn't going there, <laughs> they were trying to intimidate. Oh, intimidating? no, not trying. They did. The women that were going there, they, they would look at them, and then the women would just about face right away, walk away. So that one, we went from like a, over a hundred people to like. We had like a four. <laughs> yeah, it was like five or six. Damn, I remember six. that one old lady. It was like, so inspirational. Yeah, lady, man. So Talk about it, bro. No, yeah, there was this one really older woman that was like, I want to be up in here. And it was just like, whoa. You know, uh, you know. sometimes you know how seminars are. Sometimes yeah, yeah. it's kind of better that there's not less people. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're getting more attention from the We had more helpers yes, than people, people attending. And it was, you know. Wow. It was still but, great, um, that that one was intense, but the first one was really like the one where it was like boom. You know, it's needed. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're gonna effort. plan some more. We're gonna plan. Some I hope more. so, like, man. You know, and let us know. We'll... Yeah, yeah. We've been trying to do it annually, you know, but we we do, we do. Real, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real. What are you doing? With your life we're gonna right? do it. Come on, man. <laughs> we're gonna do it. <laughs> well, going going back to um, El Somali, the people who don't know, give us a little bit of background on on. Why is it called Oso Motley and the background of the band? Because I know, they let, oh. let people know. So the, 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 the name of the band comes from uh, the Aztec calendar, and it's a little monkey on the Aztec calendar. And he's the, look at Possum, just went by. Um, <laughs> and um, um, it, was he's like, the god of dance. Okay. Uh, so Oso Motley is the god of dance. And we, and we started at this community center in 4th and Bixel. Nice. We talked about, and it was like we would play every weekend. To help raise money for this spot, you know, it was like an art center for youth in the inner city. Because you know, back in the day in downtown, most of us from LA know that there wasn't shit popping it out there. It was a shithole, man. Like, it, it was, was fucked I, up. Was, was it called like Justice? The Peace and Justice Center, Justice. and uh, it was it was it was a lot of bands came out of there, a lot of art, a lot of you know graffiti, graffiti art. art. The was tunnels like, were down there. there were, yeah, the Belmont tunnels, yeah. and then there was uh, we had a lot of like. Is, skate, is it know? where? Um, sorry to interrupt. But is it where the Miguel Contreras? High school is that now? No, beer. no. You know where the building is? It was like the Archdiocese building. It was right next to the Glen Slam. Okay, I know where it's at. Around okay. there. So, um, we, we 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 met there, and then slowly but surely we started playing a lot of shows, and then it was a point where we started uh, being uh, having residencies mm-hmm. at certain clubs. So we played Opium Den and. Uh, What's the other? Dragonfly. I was going to say that. Dragonfly, Dragonfly off of Santa Monica. Yeah, and then, dude, for a lot of these shows, it was one of those things where, like, especially the Opium Den, it's like a lot of Hollywood types yeah. were coming through, and that's how they kind of heard about Ozo Motley. Hmm. You know, it was like, all of a sudden, Selma Hayek is dancing out there, or Drew Barrymore. You guys are Rufus. Actors. You guys are Rufus. <laughs> you know, it was just like, it would be like, oh, dang, you know? But, but you guys have a, a big old, um, 
diverse group, man. You guys, yeah, you guys. I mean, it represents what LA is about. Yes. The Latino. We got a white guy. We got an Asian guy. We have any place percussion. Real guy. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of like. And then back in the day, we were a bigger band too. We we're like twelve guys. Now we're six guys. You have a new so, member now too, like a new, the newest member. Is like, uh, what is it, like a black guy? Or no, guy? no. We we're the, the same guy. We, yeah. we, we're the same guys. Six guys. But but. For this what year, we're going to be having Charlie Tuna, our back, original rapper, back, back, yeah, back. be coming back. Because Charlie Tuna was from Jurassic 5, he brought the lyrics, mm-hmm. crazy lyrics. Yeah. The, the, you know, like the hip-hop side of it. You guys play from cumbias, salsa, merengue. You got cut chemists in the yeah. background. Um, you guys, your, your music is just awesome, man. Like, like, we used to say this type of shit. We used to say, like, how do you describe Ozomali? I'd be like, like, rolling down Sunset Boulevard or one of those cruise streets, Whittier. And and all the music that's coming out of people <laughs> different cars, whether it's ranchera, cumbia, yeah. hip hop, funk, reggae, all that blend. You that's play it all, man. You play yeah, it all. Yeah. And it's the things like when you go like when you see a band, you see like one group of people. Like if it's punk, you see punkers. If you see like rancheros, you see rancheros. You see right. rappers, you see rappers, and so forth, so forth. But also Mali, man, all you kinds. See everybody, man. And it's multi generational now. You uh, see abuelita, you see older people. Um, it's know, here for the older people. Everybody. <laughs> hey, yes. remember when we did when you uh, when you did a show? I'm all about the older people. Experience, 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 respect. And when you did like the same rock and me and uh, Eddie went over there, you're like, hey, ch- uh, shout out to my boy Alex. And I was like, hey, he's like, he was in the he was in the movie freaking Blood In Blood Out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody turned around and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. of a sudden, you pay attention, man. It was yeah, so yeah, yeah. funny, man. And they looked at you. He was an extra. He was an extra. Oh, you were the Asian guy. Yeah, he was like, you, you might recognize him. He was the extra guy from uh, from Blood In Blood Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And then I remember, I was like, that he made you play something like freaking like, uh, oh my god, what was the Mexican song I told you to play one time for me? Every time I, I go to your show, I always tell you to play it. No te metas con mi cucu. No te metas con mi cucu. <laughs> oh, okay. He's my boy for my boy. Football, Alex. Sorry. No te metas con mi cucu. But anybody, anybody who, who, who's interested in Osomali, check him out. And, um, Estamos en el Facebook. En el Facebook. En el Facebook. En el Twitter. I mean, el Twitter. Instagram. Y, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. MySpace. But if anybody's Friends the first time listening about Osomali, check them out. You guys won't. WhatsApp. You WhatsApp. guys won't regret WhatsApp. it. It's good. It's party it, music. It's man. party it's, music. Put, it a par- put a party. Put a party. Put a party. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, um, we're running out of time, but I want to thank you very much for um, taking time out of your day and, you. and joining us at the Arm Bar. Um, your experience... It, it, it goes a long way, brother, with music and jiu-jitsu. Yeah, one of the deadliest bands in L.A. Yeah, the de- <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Might be other <laughs> the surviving bands in L.A. How about right. that? Surviving oh, bands. Yeah, 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 yeah. 23 yeah. years. Yeah. That's a long time. Any last words, Julian? No, thank you guys uh, for the hospitality, for the tacos. For the cervecitas. Oh, dude, that reminds me. You do that Taco Tuesday thing. Oh, that's right. That's right. I meant to mention that because that was awesome. We we, we need to hook up. What are you Taco Tuesday? Well, well, the thing is is that what, uh, what I do is like... I ask fans where their favorite taco yeah. spot is. What is your favorite taco? Am I took you down one place? Y- your favorite taco spot? A tojitos, man? Oh, yeah. That, that place is Down good. the street. Down the street. That shit's good. Mm-hmm. But, but that, I pick them up from yeah. their house... 
And then we drive over there, and then I buy the tacos. And no then, you know, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a sweet deal. Check it out kinda, on YouTube. Been, yeah, it's been kind of cool. I got to do some more. I've been kind of slacking off on that. Let me throw a shout out to our tacos today. She, you know, <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. And but that's the thing, you know. Go meet at the arm bar. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. You can charge a buck a, a, a dollar a taco. Dollar over taco, here, you know? hey man. Dude, arm maybe, bar. hey, maybe you could do an arm bar Taco Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go, yeah. brother. And that's not my car, though. Oh, no, no, I wish, dude. He drives a Tercel. That's a Toyota. It's a Toyota, by the way. In real Toyota. life, though, like that's a, a, a fan. His dad's car. That's his. Car. Oh no, it was a sweet ride. Yeah. And dude, like, 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 I've never really had a nice car a in my life. Like, I always had like <laughs> buckets and shit. So, driving that car, you all of a sudden it's like. Everyone's looking at you. Right? Like you get that feeling. Especially you're in like, the barrio, you're, you're like, like, like right. everyone's like, "Hey, that's a nice ride." A fedora. <laughs> I know. My feather, you know. But yeah. tell people where they could find you, brother. Um, over Shoot. there at the Gracie University with Alex, you know, Alex yeah. <laughs> over there and, uh, and social media. Rooms. Your social media. Oh, my social media, of course, Instagram. Life, social, you know? oh, like I said, Uli Bay on Instagram, but Ozo Motley. You can definitely find us. O Z O M A T L I. Um, yeah, if you guys are bored, you know, <laughs> check it out, check out the music, it's all good or not, it's all good either way. You know, here we are at the Arm Bar Podcast, you yeah. Know? Hey, they're on, I know, I know they're on Spotify because that's where I was listening to, yes, so, yes, yes, and YouTube, on Spotify. And YouTube. Uto, Spotify, WhatsApp, talking to the paisas, all right, brother, appreciate it, man. This is Mike from the Arm Bar. Hey, this is Vic, this is Alex. Alejandro. Alejandro today. With anyway. Ulises from Ozo Match. And hey, thank you to Rio for Rio! Uh, Rio! 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 The Dojo. And your boy over here, what's his name? We got B Real back here. Oscar. With, his, Oscar, Oscar. with his Christmas jacket on. Oscar the Gimp. Oscar the Gimp. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening, brother. Thank All you. Right. I'll, I'll catch Peace. you guys next time. Peace. Peace.